Saudi Sound in Perth, a program brought to you by Saudi Students Club in Perth. Welcome back to another episode of our program. This is your host, May, and we're still telling interesting stories about the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Geographically largest sovereign state in Western Asia, the second largest in the Arab world after Algeria, the fifth largest in Asia, and the 12th largest in the world. Saudi Arabia is bordered by Jordan and Iraq to the north, Kuwait to the northeast, Qatar and Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates to the east, Oman to the southeast, and Yemen to the south. It is separated from Egypt and Palestine in the northwest by Gulf of Aqaba, and most of its terrain consists of arid desert, lowland, steppe, and mountains. As of October 2018, the Saudi economy was the largest in the Middle East and the 18th largest in the world. Saudi Arabia also has one of the world's youngest populations, with approximately 50% of its population of 34.2 million being under 25 years old. The emergence of what was to become the Saudi royal family known as Al Saud began in Najd in Central Arabia in 1744, when Muhammad bin Saud, founder of the dynasty, joined forces with the religious leader Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab, founder of the Wahhabi movement, a strict puritanical form of Sunni Islam. This alliance formed in the 18th century provided the ideological impetus to Saudi expansion and remains the basis of Saudi Arabian dynastic rule today. The first Saudi state, established in 1744 in the area around Riyadh, rapidly expanded and briefly controlled most of the present-day territory of Saudi Arabia, sacking Karbala in 1802 and capturing Mecca in 1803 but was destroyed by 1818 by the Ottoman Viceroy of Egypt, Muhammad Ali Pasha. A much smaller second Saudi state, located mainly in Najd, was established in 1824. The Saudi ruler Turki bin Abdullah al Saud transferred his capital to Riyadh, some 20 miles south of Diraya, and established the second Saudi state. During his 11-year rule, Turkey succeeded in retaking most of the lands lost to the Ottomans. As he expanded his rule, he took steps to ensure that his people enjoyed rights and he saw to their well-being. Under Turkey and his son Faisal, the second Saudi state enjoyed a period of peace and prosperity, and trade and agriculture flourished. The calm was shattered in 1865 by a renewed Ottoman campaign to extend its Middle Eastern empire into the Arabian Peninsula. Ottoman armies captured parts of the Saudi state, which was ruled at the time by Faisal's son, Abdurrahman. With the support of the Ottomans, the Al Rashid family of Hale made a concerted effort to overthrow the Saudi state. Throughout the rest of the 19th century, the Al Saud contested control of the interior of what was to become Saudi Arabia with another Arabian ruling family, the Al Rashid, who ruled the Emirate of Jabal Shamar. By 1891, Abdurrahman bin Faisal al Saud was forced to abandon his struggle. The al Rashid were victorious with a much larger and better equipped army, and Abdurrahman bin Faisal al Saud ought refuge with the Bedouin tribes in the vast sand desert of eastern Arabia known as the Rubal Khali or Empty Quarter. From there, Abdurrahman and his family traveled to Kuwait, where they stayed until 1902. With him was his young son Abdulaziz, who was already making mark as a natural leader and a fierce warrior for the cause of Islam. 
By that time, the Ottoman Empire continued to control or have a suzerainty over most of the peninsula. The young Abdulaziz was determined to regain his patrimony from the Al Rashid family, which had taken over Riyadh and established a governor and garrison there. In 1902, Abdulaziz, accompanied by only 40 followers, staged a daring night march into Riyadh to retake the city garrison, known as the Masmak Fortress. This legendary event marks the beginning of the formation of the modern Saudi state. After re-establishing Riyadh as his headquarters, Abdulaziz captured all of the Hijaz, including Mecca and Medina, in 1924 to 1925. In the process, he united warring tribes into one nation. On September 23, 1932, the country was named the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, the Islamic State with Arabic as its national language and the Holy Quran as its constitution. And that date is now a national holiday called Saudi National Day. Now we'll leave you to a break. In this song, Talal Salama sings for Saudi National Day in a song called Kingdom Day. بتنسام الخريف هبتنسام الخريف بعطر ورد ومعمول علموني وش نقول علموني وش نقول I'm 
about the great relationship between the kings of Saudi Arabia and his people, sung by Rabah Sagar, I leave you with We Are Saudis.
The New Kingdom was reliant on limited agriculture and pilgrimage revenues. In 1938, vast reserves of oil were discovered in the Asa region and full-scale development of the oil fields began in 1941, provided Saudi Arabia with the economic prosperity and substantial political leverage internationally. Cultural life rapidly developed, primarily in the Hejaz, which was the center for newspaper and radio. The legendary King Abdulaziz was a remarkable leader of imagination and vision who set Saudi Arabia on the road to modernization. During his rule, King Abdulaziz started building the country's infrastructure. He established roads and basic communication systems, introduced modern technology, and improved education, healthcare, and agriculture. Although King Abdulaziz never traveled beyond the Arab world, he was a highly sophisticated statesman. Foreign leaders and diplomats who met with him came away impressed by his integrity and honesty. He was famous for dispensing with diplomatic niceties in favor of frank and candid discussion. He was just as well known for keeping his promises, whether given to a simple Bedouin or to a world leader. These qualities enhanced his stature as a reliable and responsible leader dedicated to peace and justice. Abdulaziz's eldest son, Saud, acceded to the throne upon his father's death in 1953. He continued King Abdulaziz's legacy, creating the Council of Ministers and establishing the Ministries of Health, Education and Commerce. One of the King Saud's greatest successes was the development of education. Under his rule, Many schools were established in the kingdom, including its first institute of higher education, King Saud University, in 1957. King Saud also made his mark globally. In 1957, he became the first Saudi monarch to visit the United States. In 1962, he sponsored an international Islamic conference that would become the Muslim World League, headquartered in Mecca. King Faisal bin Abdulaziz was a visionary innovator with a great respect for tradition. He initiated the first of a series of economic and social development plans that would transform Saudi Arabia's infrastructure, especially industry, and set the kingdom on a path of rapid growth. He also established the first public schools for girls. In foreign policy, King Faisal showed a firm commitment to the Islamic world He was a central force behind the establishment of Jeddah in 1971, of the Organization of the Islamic Conference, a group of 56 Islamic countries that promotes Islamic unity and cooperation. Throughout the turbulent period of 1960s and 1970s, which included two Arab-Israeli wars and the oil crisis in 1973, King Faisal was a voice of moderation, peace and stability. In 1972, Saudi Arabia gained a 20% control in Aramco, 
thereby decreasing U.S. control over Saudi oil. Khalid bin Abdulaziz succeeded King Faisal in 1975. King Khalid also emphasized development, and his reign was marked by an almost explosive growth in the country's physical infrastructure. It was a period of enormous wealth and prosperity for Saudi Arabia. By 1976, Saudi Arabia had become the largest oil producer in the world. King Khalid's reign saw economic and social development progress at an extremely rapid rate. In 1980, Saudi Arabia bought out the American interest in Aramco. On the international stage, King Khalid was a prime mover in forming the Gulf Cooperation Council in 1981, an organization that promotes economic and security cooperation among its six member countries, Bahrain, Kuwait, Oman, Qatar, the United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia. King Khalid died of a heart attack in June 1982. He was succeeded by his brother, King Fahd, who has changed his title from the Majesty to the title of Custodian of the Two Holy Mosques to be the first king to claim this title to embrace the holiness of the two sites. And Saudi Arabia continued its tremendous socioeconomic development and emerged as a leading political and economic force. The vast wealth generated by oil revenues was beginning to have an even greater impact in Saudi society. It led to rapid technological modernization, urbanization, mass public education, and the creation of new media. One of King Fahd's greatest accomplishments in Saudi Arabia was a series of projects to expand the kingdom's facilities to accommodate the millions of pilgrims who come to the country each year. These projects involved major expansion of Islam's two holiest sites, the Holy Mosque in Mecca and the Prophet Mosque in Medina, as well as airports and ports. Now we'll leave you to a break. Next song is Take My Heart, sung by one of the fresh young singers in Saudi Arabia, Ayad Youssef. Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
لو تشوفها بعدك انت يكسر الخاطر حرام كل حكي كان كنت يا حلمك في كل منام يا حلمك في كل منام لو تشوفها بعدك انت يكسر الخاطر حرام كل حكي كان كنت يا حلمك في كل منام يا حلمك في كل منام دوك قلبي والله ما لغى اي معنى ينبضك في صدري وانت غايب وما انت اللي معنى You're still listening to Saudi Sound in Perth, a program brought to you by Saudi Students Club in Perth. In the international arena, King Fahd worked actively to resolve regional and global crises. These crises included the Arab-Palestinian conflict, Iraq's invasion of Kuwait, the Lebanese civil war, in addition to conflicts in Bosnia, Herzegovina, Kosovo, Chechnya, Afghanistan, Somalia and Kashmir. As Crown Prince in 1981, he proposed an eight-point plan to resolve the Arab-Israeli conflict and give the Palestinians an independent state. The plan was considered one of the first attempts to find a just and lasting settlement that took into consideration the needs of both the Arabs and Israel. It was unanimously adopted by the Arab League at a summit in Fez, Morocco in 1982. King Fahd also dedicated years of diplomacy to resolving the civil war in Lebanon. He hosted a meeting of Lebanese members of parliament in Taif, Saudi Arabia in 1989. The meeting resulted in a national reconciliation accord signed in Taif that ended the fighting and opened the way for reconstruction with help from Saudi Arabia and other Arab countries. Perhaps the greatest international crisis of King Fahd's rule occurred when Iraq invaded Kuwait on August 2, 1990. The king played a key role in putting together the international coalition that drove Iraqi forces out of Kuwait. King Fahd was also concerned with humanitarian issues. Under his rule, Saudi Arabia provided emergency humanitarian assistance to numerous countries, including Somalia, Bosnia and Afghanistan, as well as countries suffering from natural disasters such as earthquakes, Turkey in 1999, Iran in 2003, and the tsunami that stuck the Southeast Asia in December 2004. In 1995, King Fahd suffered a debilitating stroke and the Crown Prince Abdullah assumed the role of the de facto regent, taking on the day-to-day -day running of the country. King Abdullah was born in Riyadh in 1924 and received his early education at the royal court. Influenced by his father, King Abdulaziz, he developed a profound respect for religion, history, and Arab heritage. His years spent living in the desert with Bedouin tribes taught him their values of honor, simplicity, generosity, and bravery, and instilled in him the desire to assist in the development of his people. As crown prince, he traveled widely in the kingdom and inaugurated a number of projects throughout the country. In 2005, he closely monitored the election process for the country's municipal councils. The prince's first official visit to the United States was in 1976, when he met with President Gerald Ford 
Since then, he has made a number of visits to the United States, including his most recent on June 29, 2010, when he met with President Barack Obama at the White House. His international diplomacy reflects Saudi Arabia's leadership role in defense of Arab and Islamic issues for the achievement of world peace, stability, and security. Peace in the Middle East and the plight of the Palestinians are of particular concern to King Abdullah. His proposal for a comprehensive Arab-Israeli peace, presented at the Beirut Arab Summit in 2002, has been adopted by the League of Arab States and is known as the Arab Peace Initiative. King Abdullah has been unwavering in his condemnation of terrorism. At the International Counter-Terrorism Conference in Riyadh in February 2005, he called for greater international cooperation to fight this global problem. Custodian of the two holy mosques, King Salman bin Abdulaziz acceded to the throne after the death of King Abdullah on January 23, 2015. King Salman was designated Crown Prince of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia and appointed Deputy Prime Minister by custodian of the two holy mosques, King Abdullah bin Abdulaziz, on June 18, 2012, upon the death of Crown Prince Naif bin Abdulaziz. Crown Prince Salman also served as Minister of Defense. Since 1956, Prince Salman has chaired various humanitarian and service committees that provide relief from natural and man-made disasters. For his humanitarian services, he has been awarded many medals and decorations, including awards from Bahrain, Bosnia, Herzegovina, France, Morocco, Palestine, the Philippines, Senegal, the United Nations, Yemen, and the King Abdulaziz Medal First Class. He's a recipient of several honorary degrees and academic awards, including an honorary doctorate from the Islamic University of Medina, the Prince Salman Academic Award, and the Kant Medal by the Berlin-Brandenburg Academy of Sciences and Humanities in appreciation of his contributions to the field of science. Also during official visits to the United States in April 2012, King Salman met with President Barack Obama and a number of U.S. officials. We have come to the end of this episode. In the next episode, we will discuss culture, weather, and many other interesting happenings to expect in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia if you're visiting soon. Big thanks to Global Chat Radio for their support and help to make this happen. See you in the next episode. You are listening to Saudi Sound in Perth, a program brought to you by Saudi Students Club in Perth.